Okay, guys, so this is going to be part two to the From Sugar Baby part to two. Baby Please. Yes. Part two going up. Going up. It's lit. Yes. So I have some questions I'm dying to ask. I don't know about y'all, but okay. I'm ready to know all the ins and outs of being a successful sugar baby. So, okay. when you first established your relationship with your sugar daddy, Bob. with Okay, with Bob. I was just going to say sugar daddy, but with Bob. Um, how did you, like, set your rules? How did you set your expectations? Because I do hear that sometimes, like, on on the sugar daddy sites, some of them may want sex or they may want pictures. And if you don't know them or if you aren't comfortable or if they even may be a scammer, how are you able to, like, differentiate one the real from the fake, and how do you set those expectations? Okay, so the first thing was, like, for me, I didn't necessarily have to meet him through, like, a sugar daddy app or anything like that. Like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just, I think that you're attractive, and so how can I prove to you that I'm legit? Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, setting standards and you know having boundaries was easy because you like me you know you approached me and that's how I am with any man Mm -hmm. if you approach me then you know basically it's what I say that goes because I I didn't come to you looking for something you spoke to me right you know so for me it was like you know I this is like kind of hard for me to answer because he's my boyfriend he's not he's not Right. like a trick or something like that but um, it was easy because he had for one he had too much to lose okay okay so that that part was easy for me because okay if you want to date me if you want me as your girlfriend your wife whatever if you want me to take you seriously then here's what I expect if you cannot you know, if you can't do it, let's talk about a compromise, right? So that we are not frustrated. Okay. Um, and that that came that came easy because, like I said, he's like, you know, I just want to make you happy. This what you want. This is your world. I'm living in it. You're my queen, so I'm gonna do whatever the hell it takes. Right. Um, but that was overwhelming for me because it's like, yeah, you date, but it's like dating is casual. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, it was hard for me to date with the mindset of marriage as opposed to date with the mindset of this is casual. I can put up with him for six months or I can put up with it for a year. Right. Okay. All right. So you touched on a very interesting part. So for anyone who is, I guess, in the on the receiving end, the baby situation. Um, how did you get to that point where you felt like, you know, this isn't my sugar daddy, but this is my boyfriend? Do you feel that that most sugar babies, that's what they look for? They aspire to a relationship? Or do you think they are more out for the materialistic things? And what were you out for with the relationship? That is a great question. So, to be on the receiving end as a sugar baby, um, 
I mean, it's not, I'm just going to put it like this. It's not like you're not doing anything. You know, you have to do whatever you feel comfortable doing. Whatever, like I said, whatever your boundary is. And you have to make that known. And you have to stick to it. Um, because a man with money is going to do whatever he can to be with the pretty girl. Right. And a woman with money is going to do whatever she can to be with a good-looking man, you know? So it's like, you know, you're both looking for something, right. whatever that thing may be. Um, for me, what I was looking for, I don't know what I was looking for because I wasn't looking for him. He found me. <laughs> Preach. Preach. <laughs> so it's like, you know, um, but it was hard for me to get into... It was hard for me to, like, get into the whole, let's go from you being my sugar daddy to you being my boyfriend, but it happened naturally because okay. we we literally get along so well. He understands that I have certain goals. He wants to help me reach my goal, which was a big thing for me. It wasn't like, okay, well, yeah, you have a goal. I'll give it to you. I'll help you. I'll make it easier for you to get there if you're willing to do X, Y, and Z. It wasn't like that. Right. It was, okay, I see that you have something you want to accomplish. I'm happy for you. Tell me how I can help. You know, tell me what I can do to take this burden off of your shoulders. That's what made him attractive to me. Okay. Because it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you have the money, which is podcast, y'all know I don't date men that don't have money, so it's like, yeah, you have the money, but your character is what's speaking value to me, right. so I think as time went on, that's what I was looking for, um, and as I've gotten more mature, I have to be with someone whose character outweighs what they can bring to me financially, because right. if you have a, a, a whole lot of money, but I can't stand your ass, then the money is not going to matter. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But that was a good question. Thank you. <laughs> um, how did you feel like receiving gifts in this situation? Um, my gifts are unexpected. Okay. Um, so it's not like, like I said, I like him. I enjoy us dating. I'm being courted, and being courted is very fun. Yeah. Um, anything, anything new is fun, you know. But I think you have to know how to date, and I'm not talking about how to just pick a partner. I'm talking about you have to know how to allow someone to treat you, mm. treat you to a night out, treat you to nice dinner, treat you to yeah. a, a party, or whatever. You have to be. Um, you have to be humble enough to be like, you took time out of your day to do this for me. Thank you so much. Right. Um, Absolutely. So, but okay. I mean, gifts. I don't want a gift. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to be debt free. That's what, that's a gift. Anything yes. else, and that's what I explained to him. Anything else for me, um, there's, I don't want anything materialistic. Anything that I wanted to buy, I've already purchased it. You can't get a gift for the person that already has everything that they want or need. And so nobody's going to say no to a free trip. Nobody's going to say no to a once in a lifetime experience. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what I um, look for. And so for him to be in a position where he's blessed enough to do that, 
is great. It works out for both of us because a nice dress or some shoes or whatever, that stuff is very nice and it's cute. But at the same time, you have to be careful with that as a sugar baby because, or even as a girlfriend or a wife, because you don't want to get to the point where you feel like you're being manipulated or controlled by your partner. Because now they're picking out what you wear. Now they're picking out your yeah. hairstyle or hair color, hair cut. You don't want to feel like, okay, well, he's dangling a carrot in my face because he's the breadwinner. So I have to do what he says or I'm going to lose my husband. Or I'm going to lose my, my relationship or my allowance or whatever it is. I'm not going to let nobody dangle a carrot in front of my face. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had to make that very clear very early on. So that's... Mm-hmm. I guess that's my answer to the to the part about the gifts. I don't really yeah. need a gift. I need an experience. Okay. And yes, I do advocate for that. You know, give me an experience. Don't give me something materialistic. Because even if we break right. up, I'm still going to have that memory of that wonderful trip Absolutely. that was free. Absolutely. Hello? Keyword, <laughs> free. <laughs> okay. My trip earlier this year was definitely free. So I will remember that, you know, for as long as me and him are dating or for as long as I choose to remember it. Okay. Um, F-R-E is for me. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, it's, you have to be so careful. I don't know about the sugar dating apps. I don't. I didn't even know that it existed. I don't know anything about that. But what I can say is maybe you guys should look for something that is subscription-based because when people have to pay, they're serious. You know, it's like Match.com yeah. or Christian Mingle, whatever. Well, I remember when Match.com and Christian Mingle came out, people were like, only people who are desperate go on there. But look at dating apps now. If That's I had true. invested in Tinder or Bumble or whatever, if I had a million dollars I had invested into those, I'm pretty sure I would be set for the rest of life because people love dating apps. So maybe if you have to pay a fee, then maybe you'll know the person is serious. Yeah. But if you're on an app that's free, it doesn't cost anything, you're most likely going to run into some bullshit, some scammers, or if you do come across that one person that's real, they've probably been on there for so long that they know the scams, they know the game, and yeah. they're probably going to be rude. Because yep. that's just how it is with regular dating apps. People be on there for so long that they start to peep stuff, they start to game and then it's like I don't even want to date you anymore because I'm trying to have a good time and you over here trying to figure out if I'm staking you up or if I'm you know a catfish or whatever like right. if that's the case you need to just get off the app okay yeah just log off don't 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 log back in go to the grocery store or the library or something I'm about to say y'all can always go to the library library is free y'all it sure is free they got computers and everything Yeah. Okay. So, I guess my last question that, yeah, my last question. Do you feel comfortable enough to go out in public with your, well, in this case, he's your boyfriend, but for the purpose of the show, with your sugar daddy? Or do you feel that it's weird? Or do you, does it bother you at all? I would say. It depends on the age gap. Um, some people are just like, I don't give a shit. Like, Ashley from Housewives of Potomac uh-huh. is 30. And her husband is like 
59 or 61, somewhere between there. He's, they have a huge age gap. And she's like, I don't care. Yeah, that's my husband. He's older than me. He was my sugar daddy. We got married. It worked out for us. We have a family now. We're not at that place in our life. Either deal with it or don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that comes with time. Yeah. Um, because you know people are you know people are gonna look. But I happen to be lucky because my man is close to my age, so nobody knows. Yeah. Like literally it's like literally no one knows. Okay. But um I have seen a wealthy white man, um, I'm not gonna say who it was, a very prestigious wealthy white man in um, Texas out with a young black woman when I was having dinner with my man. And I was just like, did you, I literally asked him, did you bring me to like a sugar daddy convention? Because these two are obvious. Now, mm. then you can kind of skate, we can kind of skate through and nobody notices, but those two are obvious. And so he's like, who gives a shit? People do what makes them happy. And mm-hmm. he like young black women, and he has the money to afford whatever it is this young black woman is looking for, and, you know, kudos to them. And I think it, it's a very thin line, let me say that as well. It's not being a hoe. Dating a man with money does not make you a hoe. If you choose to be a hoe, then <laughs> that's, that's when you stay protected, stay safe, stay tested. But I think that just because you date someone who is established in their career, it doesn't necessarily make you destitute and it doesn't make you a sugar baby either. I mean, sometimes you're fortunate enough, however you however you deem the word fortunate, whatever that means to you. Sometimes you're fortunate enough to meet someone that's like, hey, you know, I missed out on my twenties in 30s because I was focused on my career I was focused on getting money I have the money so now I'm looking for something different um, but that's up to you you know what are you willing to mm-hmm. what are you willing to put up with what are you willing to sacrifice in order for this relationship to work if it's an older man you're sacrificing a man that has his youth because it's gone you know mm-hmm. what I mean so how do how do you as the younger person in the relationship navigate dealing with someone that's more mature because a more mature man is most likely not going to put up with your bullshit because he's going to see it as childish that's another problem that Ooh. being a sugar baby could, 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 could put you into because it's like how am I being childish or why are you treating me like a child or why you know mm. that's a whole other set of arguments okay <laughs> wow a whole other set of arguments that Thank God I don't have them, but I know that they exist. And I think maybe for the listeners, I'm going to put a show in here. If you're interested in like the sugar baby life or sugar daddy, whatever, there's a show on um, Lifetime called Burying Billy. And I think, I think if this is the episode that is intriguing to you, if this series of sugar babying is intriguing to you, you need to go to Lifetime or Hulu, whatever. And you need to stream marrying millions so you can see the shit that people put up with just because their partner has money. Yeah. Or you, you can know. just watch any reality TV show. Well, not necessarily any, because <laughs> this one is like specifically centered on sugar baby life. Like okay. a girl got a, she was like me, a girl in Miami got a message from this white man and he messaged her and was like, Come live with me on my yacht. And, like, he did the same thing. He had to prove he was real. And she really lives with him on his yacht in Miami. He's 70. 
and she's 22 and they're engaged to get married and he told her I know that I don't have that many more years of my life left so I'm willing to spend the rest of my life with you and when I die you will be taken care of you'll have a whole lot of money and I hope that you find another husband that you can share that with because I can't take my money with me when I die wow I'm just saying well if there's any real sugar daddies out out there that can hear this um I am available you know I am willing to be on all yachts you know I I am willing yes you know what even if you are willing you still have to be careful because that's very true people are insane like i happen to like a man that has a lot of money that has too much to lose so that i'm not dealing with drama i know that that's not gonna happen because they don't want to lose their career right and i don't want to lose mine either you know i enjoy living my own life i enjoy my podcast i enjoy my own serenity so i'm not gonna let anyone disrupt that Mm. and there's no there's no there's literally no dollar amount that you can put on having peace of mind. So don't think just because these people have money that things come easily because they don't. You still have to work for it because there's the trust factor. How do I know I can trust you? How do I know you're not just treating me like an ATM or whatever? That's very so. true. Oh, I have one last question. We have enough okay. time for this question, too. So if okay. it came down to the discussion of marriage would you feel comfortable enough to marry your sugar daddy turned boyfriend or would you feel as if you know there will have to be some rules set up before you all could do that and in addition to getting married would you sign a prenup to your sugar daddy oh this is my favorite question First of all, if my okay, let me answer in order. So, okay, I'm trying to think of like how can I answer this. The discussion of marriage was brought up to me very, very early on um, with my boyfriend, and yes, I would be willing to marry him. Okay, because like Russell treats. Sierra is how Bob treats Sierra, like literally. He yes, Bob. He, he does everything for me. I have never been in a situation like this, and it made me raise my standards for if me and him don't work out, how am I going to navigate to the next man? Because yeah. if you're not making me happy, I'm not making you happy either. It has to be it has to be give and take, not just mm. give, 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 and the other person will just take, take, take. Right. And so that was the first thing. Um, and for me, yes, there would have to be boundaries. We would have to go to premarital counseling. Okay. It would be a real marriage. It would not be an arrangement, like an arranged marriage or mm-hmm. whatever. It wouldn't be like that. I would actually marry him because I love him. I love spending time with him. And I see what type of partner he has the potential to be. Okay. Based on what the type of partner he's been. And so the last thing, would I sign a prenup? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I would be willing to sign it if it was fair, if it was in my favor. 
Um, and that's gonna piss some men off when they hear this episode. But I'm just being honest. <laughs> when I say when I say in my favor, that means if we divorce, you're not putting me out, and I don't have shit to show for my marriage. You're not gonna make yeah. me not have a house, not have a car. You're not gonna put me out on the street. That's what I mean when I say that. Um, I would definitely sign it, but it would have to have certain milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, after, after two years of marriage, I can get a car. Or, you know, after five years, I can, we have an equal division of property. And if I cannot afford to maintain the property, like I can't afford the HOA, the taxes, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, if I can't afford it, then we need to sell it. And maybe I get the money from the home. Mm-hmm. I get a portion of whatever the businesses are, whatever the stocks are, things like that. It would have to be set up where the divorce could be as smooth as possible because I don't want a long, messy, expensive ass divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't believe in divorce. So to me, I might be like, I'm not signing shit because I'm taking myself off the market as the younger, attractive person in this situation. I have the upper hand because I have my youth and you don't. So, you know, you approached me, so why should I have to sign a prenup? I'm not signing shit. Right. And if you don't like it, then I guess we're not getting married. So it just depends on how I feel. If he had like nine figures, like a, well, I'm talking a minimum of a hundred million and up, I would have no problem signing it if it was fair. Yeah. If we're talking, if we're talking less than nine figures, like he's still a millionaire, maybe he had, maybe he got thirty, forty, fifty, sixty million, whatever. I don't know if I'm really be willing to sign it because, at the same time, this is not a high profile person. Um. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's not like our divorce is gonna be in the media. Okay. So you know, it just depends on. It just depends on the situation. It also depends on how generous the man is willing to be with me as his wife. You know, if mm-hmm. you, you know, this, if we have a cheating clause, like you cheat on me or something like that, then yeah, you need to pay me, yeah. or I'm gonna drag this divorce out because you disrespected our union. You went, you went against your vows. If it's just like you know, he's a high profile person, whatever. Maybe I just want my life back. Maybe I just want to live in privacy. So we have a prenup and then when it's over, you know, it can take a year or two and a year or whatever, I have my life back. I can move on and be with somebody else. You know? Right. It just depends. It would okay. be circumstantial, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. I think that's a fair answer though, Deja. It is. It's a very fair answer. Some men are going to be upset. Like, you know, some men are going to be like, just, I mean, just go there or whatever. It's not gold digging because I wasn't looking for gold. The gold found me. I'm the prize, not him. Well, look here. A man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing. It's a good thing. So, right. You know, you carry yourself like a husband, I'll treat you like one. Exactly. So, if you're looking for an equal partner, then that's how you're going to be approached. Well, this was fun. I did not think it would be this fun. Yeah. Some sugar baby tea. I even put the sugar baby plug in there like Thomas. I am eating it. No, okay. not yet. But if you guys keep running up these views, <laughs> these listens, yes, keep subscribing, sharing, yes. But yes. thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, until next time, you guys, please be safe. No matter if you're dating sugar daddies, sugar mamas, whatever. Or just dating somebody your age. Exactly. Whatever. If you just spend time with somebody, be 
please. And wear a mask out here. Corona's still very real. We love you guys. Peace. Bye, guys.